history up over here bro like I uh I went from street life to the popping life man and that was a lot of people were into the street life yeah, that is, were dancers right yeah this that was coming like, this was I thank God that I kind of made it out man because uh, a lot of my homeboys and my family's resting in peace and this whole neighborhood right here this is my neighborhood where I'm from and uh this is 11 dudes great and this is my neighborhood and uh, I saw always, like I say, practice up over here and dance. My grandmother's house right here. You Which know what one? I'm saying? This one. Yep. Grandmother's house. You know, me and my uncle used to be right here in the house doing all kind of stuff. You know, <laughs> I don't want to say, but you know, God bless my uncle. But we used to be right there dancing. Yeah. All the homies would be, I'll be up over here dancing with the homies sometimes and hanging out. So it's kind of quiet now, but. Yeah. I say this is back in the days it was pretty you know that's why I say man pop blocking was used to really it was used to really get people out of trouble man, for yeah. the most part right um pop blocking was used for other a lot of use in Los Angeles to come together and just have fun right. so pop blocking was made for the neighborhood kids to like to uh to like you know coexist learn from each other's styles things of that nature so it was really pop blocking really did change a lot of the demographics of the games because pop blocking was the first thing that brought people together mm. but it was times when it was so competitive and aggressive that you know it being a neighborhood dance um it will get you know the neighborhood would come out and these neighborhoods are gang infested so you know, I'm gonna make a right turn. As you can see, we gonna go down here by the projects. And you can, you can see, just imagine you're a dancer and you have to go to the projects and battle people. And this is a, this is a, a world famous Imperial Courts. This was in the movie Training, Training Day. Oh, for real? This is Training Day right here. Oh, this is the Imperial Courts, better known as PJ Watts. We used to always go up over here, my uncle right here, the pink store. But this was like, you know, I got Ryan in the hood, man. Yeah, like, he this, does. Is, this is this is not like, this is like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is not like a fluke, bro. Like, yeah, this is my neighborhood. This is this is I this is I used to run all through here. So you gotta stand. Just imagine you going from project to project, trying to battle dudes. And you have to deal with this type of environment. Mm. This is a serious. So this is why street dancing was so competitive and so aggressive because of the styles, you know, the the the, the hoods and the mentalities of people. And you had to show off for your for your fans. Your fans mm. was your neighborhood and your family. So you had to go extra hard and mm. impress them. So yeah, man, it was pretty. It's pretty crazy, man, when you. When you look at the dance now, they don't understand like all these styles that was being, it don't matter if it was from Oakland or LA, a lot of these styles came out the inner city. Right. And this is why these styles is so like, has their little calling card because, you know, it comes from a mentality of, of aggression, right. of, of um, hopelessness, um, pride, 
com conviction, uh, you know, gangster player. All these things are, are coexisted within these styles. You know, yeah. that's why when you see hitting, hitting is hitting is supposed to look aggressive because it it comes from these type of areas. So right, right. when a dude will see you hit, he's like, oh shit! Like you already know, like he's okay. You know what I mean? It all goes because. If you, in order to be a good dancer in the streets, you had to be aggressive at times to really get your point across because right. people want to see what you was all about. So you had to make a um a, a impact. You you were saying some guys would throw throw sets and hits sets, at the same time. Sets and hits. Uh, Compton was known for that like crazy. Compton was known for like a style called called banging the bang. Bang, gang bang pop locking where they'll throw they sign up at you boom 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 they'll you know me and they'll hit with, on you so some guys would just you know just gang bang on you right so it was all types of characters that made this dance unique because everybody was everybody was into it and everybody had their own little way how they you know how they express themselves but you had the guys that was smooth, and you had the guys that was hard and hardcore. Right. You know, khaki down, and you know, you know, five hundred ones and Pendletons and all that stuff because that was they were gang related. So they brought their little they brought their little flavor into it. So L.A. is a very um, it's like a very it's like a lot of different characters, man, from all types of walks of life. You know, from blacks to Hispanics to to white brothers, mm. to, to Samoans. Samoans definitely OG. They've Samoans been doing this for a while too though. So, you know what I mean? It's a lot of guys that was just doing their thing. I, like, yeah, this is um this is where um you know a lot of the parades would go down. I used to uh I done been in a lot of parades. This this is where the watch parades at. I've been in the Compton parade a couple times up over here, pop locking, battling people. Uh this is where Rogers Park. This is where uh, historical for like Crips. This is where all the Crips used to meet at back in the 70s. This is where we all low ride at. Um, we in the city of Watts, this this is my neighborhood. So I'm gonna take the homie Future to my, my little block, you know what I mean? And um, we gonna do the little interview and stuff. But um, yeah, Watts was known for a lot of dancers. Yeah. A lot of people roboting, locking. Yeah. Like I say, the LA culture is, it's all like combined, you know, it doesn't, Street culture was in, in line with funk, yeah, uh, dancing, fashion, the car culture. So everything was all like together in like one hom one harmon like homogenous type of a mixture. Right. So everybody was partaking of everything. Everybody was doing whatever. Everybody was doing low riding, then they might pop. Everybody was doing you know into funk music. It, so everything was all like together because it was all like one culture. Yeah. So when you talk about the LA culture, everything was all like together. So, you know, everybody had their bits and pieces. Everybody had their bits and pieces with, uh, you know, everybody had their hand in something. Everybody was, like, if I come off right now and start popping, <laughs> somebody's going to come out up on me right. and try to battle me because everybody around here used to get off. So, you know what I mean? Everybody had their hand in pop locking or right. something, you know? So, right. you know, so that's why I say, you know, it's, it's a lot of history that's been lost. You know, but I'm here to like, you know, give y'all the history, you know, and try my best to keep it authentic and uh, original. Yep. Yeah. So we're coming up to 78th. This is where Deuce and Andre 
in Prince and Anthony Triplett. Uh, this is like their little neighborhood right here. This is where the whole, you know, Boppish Rod and Bopping came from this area. Nice. We in, uh, this is South Central Los Angeles, so we gonna go to um, Fremont and everything. But this is where all this stuff came from. The LA style of, you know, Bopping and Boppatron, it all started up, up over here. Nice. This is where Deuce and um, Andre grew up at. And um, Triplet. You know, so this is this is Fremont. See what I'm saying? This is where Deuce and Andre oh, went to. Okay. This is Fremont. That's the high school. Yep. That's Fremont. So that was home of a lot of world-renowned dancers. Nice. So that's that's where Dre and Deuce and Triplet and Tick and Dave, uh, T Tiger. That's where all that stuff bopping came from. This whole area. Nice. This is where it all came from. Everything that I'm doing, it came from this area. Like, no joke. This is where it all came from. This is where they used to run, roam, practice. You said people area. used to come out, out the house. This is all and battle, back in the days. The this street. is all like poppers, all through here. Uh, Sensei uh, Bopping said from the LA Bopping crew, uh, Boogaloo Beasley. Um, you had a uh, Gaggy. Uh, you know, Tangerine, one of the first boppers. Prince was up over here, Robot Prince. He was on the east side and west side. We right now on the, on the east side, but the west side is more towards Crenshaw. But he used to go up over there by Dorsey and tear fools up. So, but the LA style of bopping and everything that we do, it came from here. Nice. So this is where all this stuff came from, the LA style of, of what we do to bop and trot and bopping, it came from this area. So, this is like this is the mecca. This is the mecca for <laughs> what I do. This is so I'm gonna give a shout out to the Robot Prince, Big Deuce, and Big Triplet from the LA Royal Flesh Dashes. This is like where all our styles came from. Like right here. This is the east side. This is like where it all came from. The South Central Los Angeles. So alright bro, so give us a little bit of like your personal upbringing with dance just like a little background on yourself and also you know your crew and yeah well basically i didn't get into dance until like born like in the 70s early like mid 70s mm. you know in my mid 40s so you know me and my brothers we uh basically i had a i got a you know two siblings me and my brother uh, eliakim and mustafa and myself, but uh, we was um, born and raised in Inglewood for a, a couple years. We was into sports, basketball, you know, and everything like that. And um, but um, you know, due to like the environment in Inglewood, my mother she wanted us to move. We were like young. There's a lot of gangs in that environment, and yeah. my mother moved us to uh, Bellflower. It was like it's right by the side of Compton. It's like probably like 10 minutes away from Compton or something, like yeah. 15 minutes away. So when we moved to Bellflower in uh, 1982, that's when I first started seeing, uh, you know, the dance that I do now, which is pop locking. So I got into dancing like around 82, 80, okay. 80, 80, 80, 83. Yeah. So I started the top of 83, but I saw it like in 82 from the older guys that were coming in from LA and Compton into that little, um, we moved into an apartment complex. Yeah. And that's when I started seeing that style. Dudes with, with the high knee, knee high socks on, uh, 
you know, uh, Godfathers, golf hats, mm. you know, and they were, do, you know, had the little radios dancing. So we were like, damn, you know, what kind of stuff is this? So right. me and my brothers just took a liking to it. So we started to imitate whatever we saw them dudes was, was, was doing. For sure. So that was, a, so that was my introduction into like, uh, you know, pop locking. So nice. Yeah. And you said you were a popper first and then your style changed yeah. later. Yeah. That dude to like, we'll get down, we'll get to the middle of that. This is when I met the, uh, the big homeboys through my, uh, through my cousin from Long, Long Beach, uh, Cecil, um, you know, my homeboy, my family, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, King Bopala recipes. So for sure. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, Let's talk like for people that want to know like a little history of like the pop in and pop lock in the LA, the yeah. South Central styles. Well, like, do is there like a lineage? What's the kind of the lineage and people that kind of influence other people and spawn things and styles? Like, yeah. I know there's a lot of variety and you you saw a lot of it. So can you yeah. tell us a little bit about well, that? Well, just me coming up and me having the history from my from the big homies. LA, the, 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 the predominant dance styles in the early 70s before popping even hit was uh, locking and robotting. Okay. So, like, locking and robotting started like in 71, 72. So, mm. a lot of the older guys was, you know, they got into the locking style. The locking style was the most uh, popular style and then robotting. So, a lot of guys that's older than me, they first style that they came that, that they were doing was, uh, locking right and then every locking group had a, a robotter mm. so you know dudes would have say for instance if a locking crew was battling each other or showing off each other they would have a robotter battle their robotter hmm. so that's where the robot came in right the la robot came in to form so you know so that was the that was the initial stages this used to be the common swap me right here too though oh, yeah. now now it's a wall Walmart. That's the world famous Kakaswami, but now it's the Walmart. So we on Long Beach Boulevard, and uh, yeah, it's right. So, you know, I this is my little stomping ground where I dance and everything. But uh, right. but uh, yeah, man, um, LA style is um, very uh, complex. So it's a lot of history, and I'm gonna try my best to uh, <laughs> you know um, say everything in a total honest, right. honest as possible. Your perspective. Now, yeah, right. because like I say, a lot of times there's so many guys that was doing this stuff. So yeah. everybody has their own for history sure, for because sure. each neighborhood had their own dancers. Right. So and sometimes it was it wasn't you didn't have the benefit of going from neighborhood to neighborhood because the na the neighborhoods were controlled by gangs and things of that nature. So you had to be real careful about where you was going to because you know, it was just the uh, streets were very involved with the dance during that time, and um, so you know, it was like you you didn't have a lot of times when OGs meet a lot of OGs from LA. They're like, oh shit, you know, I seen you at the at that one spot right. because there was certain spots where it was neutral to where people could get down and stuff. You know, like Venice Beach, Hollywood and Vine, Disco Train, the Workshop. Um, Radio Tron, uh, you know, Oscos, Discos, downtown LA, down, you know, uh, Compton, we're in Compton right now, yeah, Compton High School, uh, where people used to get off at, like, take, take a lot, OG, Puppet, Rock, 
Star Child, Roy Smiley, um, uh, uh, John from Nutty Block, Compton Crip. Uh, that was Tick Lost Homeboy. A lot of the homies from Motor Park, Compton Crip used, used to dance right there on 132nd. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's a lot of guys that was getting involved with the dance. Yeah. But it's just that, uh, like I say, everybody has their own history because everybody was in different areas. Right. All over the whole, you know, different areas. You talk a little bit about the, the Bopatrons yeah. and their contribution. Well, you know, basically, um, I'm like the last person that got the history because, you know, Deuce, the one that taught me, uh, Big Deuce Bopatron, he's one of the, um, you know, old triple, old triple, double, triple, quadruple OGs with that style. Yeah. So. It was him, uh, Robot Prince, Bob and Andre, and OG Hurdle. And um, I could say Triplet. Triplet's more of a sim batter, but the main four guys, uh, I would have to say, is uh, Robot Prince, Dre, Deuce, and OG, and OG Hurdle. Right. They, they took it to a whole nother level. And those are the guys that really com com like comprised um, that whole Bob style. Like, Andre has this triple OG, you know, and um, Deuce and Dre were like brothers. They grew up together, and I'm pretty sure you're going to show them that footage, but they all grew up together. Deuce and Andre were like brothers. They are brothers. Right. They grew up together. They uh, trained together. They were like, they live in the same block. Um, and um, the Ro 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 Robot Prince was on the east side. Yeah. Uh, going back and forth from Dorsey, from Crenshaw, the east side. OG Hurdle used to stay right there in the low bottoms area of uh, 20th and uh, Central. Yeah. So they all, and he, and, he, and he went to Jeff. So basically, like I say, uh, Robot Prince's first student was OG Hurdle. Okay. So OG Hurdle was like the first dude that was, you know, I started learning from uh, Robot Prince. And, uh, what, were, what were those guys inspired by? Like, because you said they were ro they were robots. Ro they like got I, yeah. inspiration from yeah. different from from basically like giant robot the movies, giant robot, mm. uh, giant robot. Let me turn on on the laundry. Uh, giant robot. Uh, all the uh, movies that came out, the, the claymation movies, you no know, Clash of the Titans, uh, Jason mm. and, the, and the Argonauts, Boys, right, right. Seven Sinbad. You know, all those, uh, you know, Harry, uh, Ray um, Harry Austin. Yeah, movies, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I grew up looking at that stuff too, though. So, okay. um, but, but yeah, a lot of those guys were inspired also by, uh, you know, um, what can I say, uh, uh by Robert Yarnell, Robert Shields and okay. Yarnell. Yeah. Uh, people on Soul Train, you know, uh, the, you know, so. You know, everybody was into like that type of science fiction, no movies back in the '60s. Sure. You know, so those things were very instrumental in yeah. a lot of the styles being developed. And, and what about? Um, well, I guess this could be a bigger question, but I definitely yeah. want you to talk about Boo a little bit. Yeah, Boo. Like what happened with him coming yeah. down? See, when you look at, I want to say this for the record, like there was there was two different. There was two different, I would say, periods to where, you know, before the before the popping came in, and the pop blocking and all that, there was there was a, a LA the LA style that was really in LA South Central was the LA robot, mm. and the LA robot was like done by a lot of robotters. A lot of robotters actually started getting really good with their robotic skills, and they got really advanced in the mid seventies. So. 
there was a break off from a lot of locking groups, a lot of the roboters. They started uh, doing their own things, right? Like, you know, uh, you know, building on their own little robotic right. skills. So the LA robot was pretty much a combination of pantomime, you know, dudes called it window painting, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, and there was dudes that was actually, um, they, they was doing clinking, clinking. I met a couple of dudes from, uh, from uh, Hoover, a uh, criminal gang, through um, my homeboy, Anthony Tripp Dooney from OG Royal Plus Dancers. And so people was doing different styles, like, you know, ro robotic styles. But what made the art style a little bit more unique is that, you know, Robot Prince was the is the granddaddy of whatever we're doing. He took it to a whole, 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 whole other level. So Prince Robotics was very unique and very like like cre creative. So when you look at either me or Hurdle or Deuce, something Dre do, it's coming from Prince is the granddaddy of right, all that. Right. But it's just that dudes and niggas just took it and flipped it to right, them, right. so to how they do it right you know so okay and, um, but but you said earlier that boo brought the hit down. yeah boo i want to say something about boo boo is like when you look at a lot of the the ogs that like before it was before it was popping it was a hit you know and mm. niggas called it a bop but boo mm. was called boo came down here like in 76 yeah 76 Cause he had family up out here, so and shout out to the big homeboys. Got the phone with him, yeah. but uh, Boo is Boo and Robot Prince became real close because they battled. Yeah. So, you know, uh, he showed uh, Prince that hit. Mm. So it's a LA, LA, LA dudes had like a like a like a like a good dime, yeah, like a good dime and good like robotics and little animated styles, but right, you know, Boo. With Boo, that that hit, Boo came down here with that with that Oakland, and Richmond, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, mannerisms, and then and like I said, he he went through Robot Prince, so that's where it all, mm, you know, from, when you look at the Bop and stuff, right, Bop right. comes, just that you know that Bop because him and Prince they battled twice, so right, they right. became like close friends. They are to this day they close friends, you know what I'm saying, so. Yeah. Basically, it's like, um, you know, when that happened, man, you know, friendships started merging and dudes right. started exchanging different, you know, styles. And, right, and, and right. Boo was responsible for a lot of dudes getting taught uh, from uh, yeah. Roy, OG Royal Flush dancers, Doctor Who, um, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, Boo can tell you Boo is like Boo the, boo the Bop. Right. That, that hit, that, you know what I mean? That, that hit is... That shit came, you know what I'm saying, from up north. But then the L.A., you know what I'm saying, robotters and, you know what I'm saying, that shit spread like a wild plague, like no right. wildfire. Like, and, But then, like I say, Prince did his bop a certain way, and that's what made us hit like that. Right. So we, I guess Prince must have flipped it because Boo always told me, like, he would hit with his neck and his head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... You know, niggas in LA started hitting with their chest. Boom. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> with the with so that's where the bop comes from. Right. Dudes started doing that through we just took whatever I guess him and um Boo exchanged, became friends and Prince flipped it. Yeah. That's where the that hit comes from. Right. right. And then everybody just started 
doing it their own way. Right. So that's why you see Bob and Andre. And Bob and Andre, Triple OG, he, to me, he has his own little style how he bops. And he has his own little bopping style. And, you know, and so I can't really speak on too much because I know it's really, you know what I mean? But from what I got taught from Deuce, Deuce told me that, you know, in OG Hurdle that, yo, this is what it was. The, yeah. the bop style was, and, I, and, and Prince told me himself, so. Right. You know, and then all, and then all, you know, so. So an another question I think a lot of people have out there is like, because people thought pop locking wasn't a real thing for so long. Yeah. Like, what for you, what is what is pop locking? Pop locking is slang. Like, pop locking is when everybody started, because you got to understand, popping came in like in 78. So, popping came in. Yeah. So. What happened was that a lot of dudes that were lockers and robotters started popping. Mm. So what happened was that that was the new dance craze. You mm. see what I'm saying? So what happened was that a lot of guys look were, look, were looking at popping. So they're like, oh, shit. So guess what happened then? <clears throat> a lot of guys started, you know, mixing up their locking with popping and with roboting. Right. See? Right. So right. this is when... Hmm. This sense. is when things started to change. Right. Because popping is its own entire style. Like popping, and you got to give the EBs some credit. The EBs yeah. and everybody, they did um, they did come down here to the South Bay area, which is, you know, Long Beach, Carson, Wilmington, uh, you know, um, all those areas right there. You know what I'm saying? Long Beach, all them areas right there. They were known for like doing pretty much that style of the EB style to a certain degree. Right, right. But, you know, that the LA style, like we talking about, that's before popping. Before sure. before um before there was uh popping, there was the like I say, those robotic styles and people were doing animation and all that. This this animation and all that 3D and 4D, that was before popping. That's like right. mid 76, 77, mm. 75. So when you look at the term pop locking, it's pretty much the beginning of all the styles being being beginning merged mm, in as one entire right, consolidated like right, like art form. Like okay, like he's a so because popping. If you look at popping, homie, it's just popping is just hidden. Yeah, you just hit. You just that's that's popping. But you know, what I'm saying some dudes say popping and and. and I know that it's, it can be done in two different, you know, sayings. Like, some guys say, oh, popping is a whole entire thing, yeah. you know, but for a lot of street dudes in the ghetto, and through the use of that song of uh, West Coast Pop Locking, that's when it really started, people started saying that term more loosely yeah. because of that song. Right. But, like I say, when all those styles, when all the dancers from Roboters to to the lockers started seeing popping when it first came in they started you know all that's where you started to see the merging of mm. all these styles in LA and then, then that's where you get into pop locking right you right. see dudes start coming up with like you know their own shit you know from ticking to waving and, mm. and popping came up here like in 78 so right. okay. you gotta stand by 82 pop locking was like you know pop locking was like like that term was already around since like 80 yeah. 1980 
81, 80. So you gotta understand, like, when you heard that song, like in 82, when it first came out, people was already pop locking. You see what I'm saying? Right. So that's when, because it was so popular, homie. Like, you look at the time, like, it's the pop locking term. That's when everybody started merging the styles. Dudes was doing hella waves, then robotics, and some dudes was locking them, then popping with it. Then, you know, so that's when the styles, like, all got merged in. Mm. You know, in the LA, the yeah. LA scene. And then also the LA scene is. When you talk about the L.A. scene, I'm talking about, like, like the L.A. County. L.A. County, bro, like, from Whittier to East Los Angeles, uh, 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 Paramount, uh, 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 San Gabriel Valley, Pacoima. Bro, like, everywhere was doing this stuff, homie. Like, every little, it became like a wildfire. It just set off like like a like a crazy tornado that just could not be con con contained. Right. So, okay, okay. that's where the term pop locking comes yeah, from from the beginning sense. of the merging yeah. the streets just coined that because it was a slang yeah you know what what about um what about the uh, let's let's talk about your personal style you call it bopatron well like i say deuce 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 coined that term he got that him and andre was part of a part of a dance trio called the bopatrons right so and um, it, the style you do, do you consider it bopping and animation? Or? I would say, I would say, I told Andre, I said, man, when I, when I look at bopping Andre's style, bopping, he has his own little style, what he does. Like, I pretty much took my little own little configurations and what I learned from OG Hurdle and Deuce, and I just, so I keep, Bopatron is what Deuce named all that stuff in okay. him and Drake because it was part of a dance trio. It was him, Robot Rob, and um, Tick and Larry. They all went to Fremont and, and Deuce. So, yeah. like I say, they was the Bopatrons, you know, at Fremont. This was like 78, you know, and Deuce started getting off 76. And, um, you know, at first, you know, he was like trying to, I guess he seen. I think it was like he seen like the um Deuce told me he seen the gong show or something. And that's when he really started becoming like he wanted to get cause Deuce was a well known gang banger. He was a well known gang member. Mm. And um, you know, but a lot of like I said, a lot of gang members liked the, the dance, but he just didn't know how to really execute it enough. So right. Deuce was curious about it. So this is when him and Dre became real close and then Dre taught him how to bop. Right, real talk. So Dre taught him how to bop, and but Deuce was already like starting to learn a little bit on his own. Mm. And then when Dre taught him how to bop, that's just when Deuce started like you know learning from Prince and you know being around other guys like Triplet, uh, Anthony Triplet, Big Dooney, right? And um, you know, so it just you know, and then like I say, Deuce got inspired by the mechanical devices on the Gong Show, right? Right. And he actually said it in his little song. So uh, yeah, it was what, a lot of what other um, we talked about boo, but what other connections from the Bay and LA did you know of, like where people were in, inspiring each other, even LA to the Bay, maybe a like, lot of a lot, lot of, of yeah, because Deuce said he went to the San Jose relays and I think it was seventy eight or seventy nine or something because uh, you know he was and he was like up there at the West Coast relays and he said that. <laughs> He said when he came up there doing that stuff, he 
You know what I'm saying? People were like uh, blown away. So I think, you know, uh, you know, a lot of times family members will go. A lot. It's a family connection too. So for the, a lot, a lot of times that people have family in the Bay and people have family mm, in LA. Right. So people was exchanging stuff. Yeah. The Bay in, in LA is like distant cousins, homie. So it's like I can say certain things that I won't say because it's. <laughs> But I know, I know stuff that those dudes from Compton going to the Bay Area, waving and all that, right? All that, bro. And they were bringing that style, and yeah. And then they were, cause it was bad. It was, they was, it was the one guy from a lad drive Compton crib. He moved to the Bay Area, and uh, he was up there, and he was waving and everything, and he was hard. You know what I'm saying? And he was a triple OG, and he went up there because he was, he was bad. He was, you know, and his mother moved him to the Bay Area to get away from the Compton gang violence. So he went to the Bay Area like in the, I don't know, 79 and all that. Yeah. He was waving and all that stuff. So right, I right. could say the homie's name, but you know what I mean? It, it's a lot of, like I say, man, the Bay Area and LA have a lot of history together, sure, bro. Sure, Because we're, cause we're like distant cousins. Yeah. What are some of the, the differences, like between what they were inspired by in their culture versus you guys down here? The, 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 the culture down here is more like, the culture down here is was very gang saturated, man. So the gang, the gang culture down here was so prevalent from, yeah. the, from the dress codes to the, it was prevalent, man. It was like, it was, the gang culture was, that was the first culture that everybody was around. Right. So that was the first thing that, you know, when I look at the Bay Area, like I say, the Bay Area was more like flashy and flamboyant. Like LA was very like, you know, you know, very gangster, you know, yeah. uh, khakis and 501s and, you know, croca, croca sacks, you know, Monte Carlos biscuits you know it was a gang attire so when people was doing their dancing they was dancing in these type of articles and they yeah. would put their names on a you know old english this right. is all from the streets this right, is not right. dancing stuff this right. is just a street style that just got the, the the people just turned it into a into where the dancers could could you know what i mean could that was just like I say, like I say earlier, the style is just everything is all like together. So when yeah. people would see, it was pretty much done to where dudes would not get jumped or beat up because right. the styles were so close that you had to put your name, like you really had to be careful because you know people had to you had to literally let people know like oh, I'm a popper, and then if you was a pop blocker, you got a pass mm. for the most part because people will want to see how you can dance so for the most part the pop locking really did you know give people a pass like right, it right. did for the most part because people were oh only my homeboy get off right and then they, that's when it would turn into a okay let's see who's better you know so um you know but i would say like i say the bay area has their own little type of you know futuristic swag player you know flamboyant because that's 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 their environment the environment in la was more gang yeah infested for sure you yeah. know um 
what uh what are some things like for like the new dancers that you got any like um, things you'd like to share with them or things that they should keep well, in mind would, when learning when learning animation or when doing doing these styles i would say man you know um I would say, man, you know, have an open mind, man, and don't mm. don't get caught up in, because now, due to the advent of, you know, uh, technology and things of that nature, um, it's people can, um, you know, the knowledge is readily available, but there's not enough OGs available. A lot of the OGs are pretty much. Know, not in the not not they're not there's a lot of ogs that's not really in the in the scene because like i say due to the drugs and the you know and the crime and things of that nature and a lot of the ogs got you know just got swallowed in by the street life yeah. so a lot of the youngsters they do want tutelage they do want mentors mentoring and stuff but it's not enough ogs so i could say for a old for like a young guy i could be like well it's better that you keep an open an open mind uh you know try to study as much styles as possible mm. and have a big catalog of just different styles don't stick to just you know one thing per se and then also you want to be able to master master your style yeah see right now we coming in the we in bellfly i'm gonna show you where um my my building is at where i where i learned my first learn on a pop lock so oh, we're, gonna, sure. we're gonna go make, make oh, a left nice, nice. so but yeah um but yeah i would tell for a guy you know basically you want to be able to have back in the days if you was a a dancer you had a calling card mm. so say for instance you, you had your shirt on on your coat see we had the coats they were called actually this is i brought my batman coat now this is an og batman coat now this is a coat that they used to wear back in the late 70s early 80s with the wood wings you know what i mean this was this way everybody was wearing this was a real if you had this coat on you was a pop locker right right, right. because every popper had their name and, right. and their style and their crew or whatever you see what i'm saying so well, so I'm gonna get to the so what I'm, what I'm gonna get to now is that every so say for instance you you had a name like like uh, like uh like electric 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 uh something you know or 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 Doctor Bop yeah. then people knew like okay this dude right here is a he's a straight you know you have to have a style that you mastered right, right so nowadays a lot of these the new guys they're not mastering no styles. Mm. They don't have like no signature style what they doing that's hard. Yeah. So everybody's all over the all over the uh, place. So but that. back in the days a dude you knew that dude was good because oh shit, I heard that homeboy was good at ticking. Right. And he'll tick the entire song. See right. nowadays with the young dancers, they're not focusing on just one style. They're doing everything, but they haven't mastered one style. For sure. That's why when people look at me, they like, damn, Gizmo really I, I I I master to a certain degree animation, and I right. do it like like this all the time. So I yeah. I mastered that. So that's my calling card. So that was what people I would say for the youngsters like you got to master some master something. You have to you have to say pick one style out of the popping or whatever you call it pop locking category, and you want to just whatever you like. It, it can be ticking, tutting, strobing. 
3D animation, robotics, floats, glides. Mm -hmm. You gotta take one thing right. or, or two, three things and just and work on that work on those styles. It can be a, either it can be either one or two or three things that you do very, very well. And yeah. then you can do it so well that you'll scare people off. <laughs> See the thing about it is that nowadays with the dancers, they're doing everything all at once. And I'm right. like, but back in the days the dude would just he would just uh, do something up on you so hard, and you're like, shit. You're like, man, this dude just killed me off with just waves. <laughs> so I would say basically open your mind to other styles, and then mm. also you have to learn how to get good at and proficient at certain styles like that, sure. that you like. For and sure. that will be your calling card. Nice. That's the OG style right there. Like, yeah. you know, if somebody would be like, oh, man, he's known for for hitting really good or he's known for ticking oh homies 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 hard that was your that's how your name got out there because of what you was good at right right you was good at that style and dude's like oh no homie i heard that i heard that he's tight with that ticking yeah so for sure i got gizmo bring him around where are we at now we in bellflower this is where bellflower. i'm gonna show you the it's kind of dark in here huh yeah it's getting a little dark yeah, there you go. So we can keep the light on. There we go. Yeah, but uh, um, basically what it is, this is Bellflower High School. This is where I used to dance at too, though. <laughs> but I stopped. I stopped like in '86. So yeah, uh, pop locking died out like in '86 with the with the drugs, right? Gangs. Everybody started. I'm gonna first show you the building down there. I'm gonna get into that. Okay. Then I'm gonna go into detail because they don't, a lot of people don't really go into detail why the pop locking really mm -hmm. died out. Okay. Then I'm gonna first show you where the building, and this is my old high school right here. This is Bellflower High School. This is where, you know, I went to and stuff, you know. We used to always lobby, a lot of things happening up over here. Pop locking, all kind of stuff, man. You know, but uh, yep. And I went to, uh, man, a lot of history, man, right here, man. Mm. <laughs> Fights and all this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, homie, like, in, man, Compton, dude, used to come up, come up over here and just chase us all the damn time. Yeah, this, is, this is where I grew up at. This is where I learned how to pop in these little apartments called, at first it was called Small World, but now it's called Sherwood. This is where I was getting off back in top of 80 83 right here and then right here it was then it became gang infested i used to dance right here ernie powell middle school right here me and my brothers everything so and this is like 15 minutes away from compton bellflower why the dance stopped in the 80s why people yeah. stopped dancing okay um that's a pretty good question and it's pretty perplexing yeah, I know that I've been asked this question a lot of times from a lot of the new people that came at, that came into uh, dancing like in the 2000s. Like I say, I stopped dancing in 1986 and came back in 2008, nine. So when I first seen it again, I was I was surprised. I thought that the shit played out because nobody was doing it. You know, it just totally went underground. So basically, you know. I was taken by surprise, like, what? Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So when I first went to the Popper's Picnic in 2008, you know, I was like, you know, bombarded with a lot of guys, you know, like, you know, who are you? And, 
So, but going back to the question, um, what happened was that basically the music, the music pretty much changed from funk to techno to uh, electro to like hip hop. So the music rap became more the dominant music. So, you know, once once the music changed, then the whole mindset changed, you know, and then things started going from started going from the hip hop dancing became more trendy. People started doing trendy dancing. Uh, there was a lot of dance crews up here that turned into like, you know, they call themselves trendy dancers. They were doing the WAP and the, you know, the Reebok and all these things, the, mm. the, the Smurf. So that was more like the 86 and, you know, so once the music changed, that was it because popping was pretty much made for like, you know, electronic type sounding type beats, you know? Right. So it wasn't really, so when rap came in, it wasn't as, um, as, a uh, the beats were slower, a little bit more like, uh, not as, uh, fast, faster. Everything was more slower, more calm. And then, like I say, when then and then and then also in L.A., um, you know, the, the the gangster rap came in full force with, you know, you know, Eric Wright, Easy e and, you know, and, you know, Dr. Dre. Everybody started turning over to the uh, rap records because mm. Dr. Dre was part of the world class wrecking crew and he was playing nothing but techno. Mm. Like everybody was playing techno at Eve, Eve after dark. That's where all the poppers used to come to. And Compton, and they would battle. And then you had Dudos right there off of El Segundo and Avalon. It was all kind of clubs, but these clubs were playing like, you know, you had Skateland and Compton. They was playing nothing but techno and and, and, and rap. I mean, techno and funk. Sorry about that. So when, but, but when rap came in, rap just totally just took over and dom dominated. So, and then, like I say, the rap was pretty much towards gator was was catered towards the the streets like you know with the with, with with the gang scene and with the with with the drugs and so a lot of once the pop locking died out bro uh it was considered it i went down it died out like it lost like 80 percent of its steam so basically what it was was just that everybody started going towards you know the drugs because all the girls at first they wanted dancers but then they started wanting the guys with, with all the money so the 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 dope dealers the dope dealers and the the gangsters started getting more 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 um more play i'm just giving it out to you like that the scene changed so when that changed like that it was over so mm. me i was uh like I said, I didn't get into the street scene like later on down 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 the time, but I was going to high school. I was playing sports, so but for the big homies, nah, most of them were getting into the street stuff because, like I say, you know, it it, it switched gears, and there was no money in dancing, you know. So mm. <laughs> a lot of guys were going towards the money, so you know you had to raise up, and so there wasn't that many opportunities. So people started going towards the streets and other avenues to make make their livelihood yeah so and also i want to say is that you know when breaking came out breaking pretty much was i would say after electric boogaloo 2 that, that was that was around the same it just 
I think the movies kind of did an injustice on the mm. on the depiction of the culture. Yeah. Because the culture was the culture man was not supposed to the guys that wrote that movie they, they didn't understand how deep the culture was. Right, they they right. just they basically just wanted to make some quick money. Right. And they didn't really go into they didn't they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't do their homework. Right. So they wanted you know to actually soften up the whole the whole entire scene, you know, unfortunately. Hmm. But so did people think it was like corny to do it after that movie? Well, like I say, man, you know, me coming up, bro, okay, like you had the new waivers, you had punk rockers, and then you had, you know, the gang bangers, and then, you know, and so yeah, all these cultures that was flourishing. But, you know, new wave music was was kind of like similar to like funk because of the high synths in the in like the deep bass groove so mm. a lot of times dudes would pop to like new wave mm. so so for a, a time you know a lot of the new wavers started dancing so that's when you started having other people come into the dance and you know people were like oh damn you know that's when other races were starting to come in like uh, very deep yeah uh, because because a lot of the new wavers and punk rockers um, liked the music sounded kind of similar, and then with the punk rockers, uh, they liked the whole culture of, um, of what of what we was doing. Yeah. So I know a lot of guys that I grew up with that was new wavers, and new wavers were the guys that was listening to like Duran Duran and you know Oingo Boingo and all those new wave groups like Wham, uh, 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 Take Me On, and all that stuff and uh, you know, uh, flock of seagulls, all that stuff. That was new wave. Uh, mm. A lot of dudes used to bust to like, uh, she blinded me with signs. Mm -hmm. That's a that's an OG beat though. That was really heavy with a lot of dudes. So, so that's why I say a lot of times, you know, it was other things starting to come into the dance. But and that was cool. But you know, I, I think when the breaking came out you know what i'm saying what happened was that the movie the movie the movie whoever made the movie they didn't do their homework so mm. it, it 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 didn't do an accurate depiction of right of from the beginning to like where it it was going yeah because the new waves and all that influence that came like in 84 like you know what i'm saying so like i say people was not running around wearing the 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 Spike belts and all that. No, that 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 movie was responsible for for spreading that wardrobe and the, hmm. they don't. I mean, but that's why I say if you go back, there was no footage of us or, or of all the homies getting off. It, it it really wasn't. So when you say these things, they don't understand. Like guys were just wearing normal clothes. Like they would throw on a little, you know, H. Ducey or a brim or a Godfather. And throw a nail up on it with some a nice dress shirt and some khakis and some and some croker sacks and they would just get off. Mm. So it wasn't like no extra Hollywood look. It, right. Like I say, breaking was responsible for doing that because they had to sell the actual uh, movie. Yeah. But from what I understand is that they got the talent going back to the new waivers the new waivers started going to that club the radiotron at first it was called the radio and then it became the radiotron mm. so the radio was spinning new wave and and the new r records house coming from back east 
Mm. That was downtown. That's where everybody used to go to from all the mm. B-Boys and the and the poppers. Mm. So that's when I, that, that, that it goes back to the new waivers, you know what I mean, going in, into the dance. So I heard that um, breaking whoever the, the company that was, I think it was Canon Films, they were the ones that actually went there and they was looking at the uh, talent scout for that movie so they was going to just that one area where yeah. it was a mixture of new waivers and mm. some inner city kids that went there but like i said that's when the style was starting to mix a lot of people were coming right, in right. from new waving to because that was like the genesis of other cultures coming in like right. other you know uh, uh like new waivers punk rockers because they was interested in what the, the kids were doing in the inner cities and right, stuff or right. in other parts of uh, la so right. that's but i think breaking they did not because they were some of the new waivers was was wearing that shit while he was dancing yeah but the most of the kids i was going there no they was wearing like you know coasters and black and white our colors for poppers was actually black and white right so right. we was actually you know what i mean going up there looking looking to part but you had a mixture of new waivers mixing in with the inner city kids so I think breaking whoever made that movie, they they didn't really do their homework in terms of going way back. So right. I think by that movie coming out and talk to other OGs, it kind of like watered down the culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it for did sure. some good for the culture, but then it didn't give an accurate depiction right. of it. But saying like I say, but it just it just it just seemed like once you know it got watered down to a certain degree and. It lost rap just took over, man. Right, rap right. just you know what I'm talking about. Rap just took dominated. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be a rapper, and the mm. rappers were the ones that actually kept a more actual, uh, actual, uh, actual depiction of what was going on in the mm. streets. Right. So you know, so everybody started just gravitating towards rap, the yeah. rap lifestyle per se. You know. Well, uh, I remember I asked you the first day I saw you about mod dancing. Mm-hmm. Could you explain what that was? That see, like I say, moment? see, mod was like a mixture of the new. It was black kids that were from the uh, upper scale areas in, in L.A., from like Ladera Heights, uh, the Overhills, um, like some parts of Inglewood, Westchester. They were doing like mods, mm. and they were wear like the they were like the black kids that were into like new wave music. Uh. So they were wearing like the like like the uh, the uh, you know the punk the uh, spiked hair. Uh, the trench coats with all the buttons, the new wave style with all the buttons, uh, the Doc Martens, and then they, and they would like do a dance called the Moz where they would step, they would all step in like unison, and they would mm. it was kind of similar to like a like a, like a fraternity type mm. dancing. So then mm. they became popular, but um, you know a lot of them started you know getting. Other things are happening to them, and they got out of it. Lost of, lost of, I, I can say, but I don't want to say it on camera because it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, unfortunately, you know, by them becoming popular or they looked at weird, they got ostracized from a lot mm. of the, a lot of the things because they were doing something that was considered like, like a, a, a very unique right. during that time frame that you didn't really see too many black kids doing that, but a lot of the OGs started like taking that style of mod dancing and putting it with their popping routine, oh, really? routines yeah oh yeah because they because because they had because the long trench coats was kind of like a hard look so a right. lot of poppers would use that to like do routines and stuff mm. so 
late, you know what I'm saying? So they took that mod, and a lot of uh, poppers were messing with the mod dancers too. So, right, like I say, in 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 LA, it was all about just a free fall to a certain degree. Everybody was like picking and choosing which they wanted to learn. Right. But um, yeah, um, you had Uncle Jam Armies. Everybody used to go up. That was like ground zero for like, um, for like popper slash dancer slash game convention. Like, right. These were like the biggest parties ever in LA where everybody came out to like just show off. So you can just imagine, like, you had a whole over 10,000 people coming there to like dance or gangbang. Or just party and go cut crazy. So you had you had mob dancers there, you had the gang bangers there, and you had poppers. So you you can just yeah. imagine <laughs> the sheer pandemonium. Right. One circle is pop locking, one circle is gang banging, <laughs> and uh, certain songs like certain techno songs was actually gang songs. Like if you hear Pac Jam, like you know Pac Jam, yeah, yeah. that's a gang bang song. Really? Yep. If you hear Pac Jam, that was very. Once they heard that, because when I was young, whenever they heard that song, the Crips, they would go crazy. Pac, oh. Because Pac Jam meant that they was getting ready to beat somebody up, oh. like run like a pack. So right. once they heard Pac Jam, uh, oh. look out. Since, since some of them would be what like, the some of them, some. So it was like I say, it was half poppers and then half. Right. <laughs> yeah, That's man. Wild. Uh, what else? Murder, murder rock. Oh yeah, murder, murder rock was a real half the song was. All these songs was was being played by regular <laughs> people because you gotta understand, you know what I mean. Beforehand, rap it was this funk, techno, oldies, and all mm. that. So it was, it was yeah, well, murder what, rock. Oh man, what were the other songs that were like atomic? Anthems? Atomic dog was a crip. <laughs> that was a cribbing. <laughs> Oh man, they heard the Atomic Dog. Uh, <laughs> more bounce, you know. More bounce has always been like a yeah. But that was like half and half, half gang bangers, half poppers, you know. Okay. Uh, so rough, so tough. Half gang banger, half pop like a okay. song. Uh, Tour de France. That was a dancing song. That was all about dancing, you know. Yeah. It wasn't like, but 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 that but those records were so popular that everybody knew those knew those records per se, you know. So, yeah. But um. You know, I you know, all I want to say to the guys up there that's young is that due due to the lack of an opportunities, man, a lot of the OGs just they didn't have no opportunities to show off their talent. Right. So, you know, I mean, I wish that I could have, you know, I would have kept at it, but there was no opportunities per se, and it was um, it was um. Nah, it was still new, yeah. and it was nothing that was going on. Only a certain amount of people that actually did benefit from the dance. Like most of the hard, hard guys that was hard, they never even got exposure. Right? Like, nah, most of the guys that was hard, that was like on some like crazy level of skills, they yeah. never got, they never got the time shown. I yeah. seen guys that were like blow. I seen guys that were like. In, in, incredible. I seen guys at Venice Beach that would lean on one leg and then tick back up, tick their eyeballs. I mean, I seen dudes that was doing like some crazy stuff, but they never ever got recognition. And, and also, some of the styles were really like people were really protective of them, right? So like, 
even to learn some of those you were saying there's styles that aren't even like nah. people don't even know about them nah. or they just weren't being taught or nah, they don't know like i say everybody everybody had their own little style right and uh it was all like everybody had their own little style what they did so it was say some people were just they were like some dancers never even traveled outside of their neighborhood they right. would just stay in their neighborhood like like there's a guy is a legend he's the one i taught animation uh rest in peace his name is uh t tiger mm. and he was a well-known crip and him and hurdle were like this mm. but he taught animation you know and um animation got taught by og smiley the big homeboy was so smiley and he got in uh t tiger rest in peace but t tiger was uh you know, a gang member, and he but he had boogaloo, he had he had animation, he had ticks, tuts, waves, mm. he had creeps, mm. robotic styles. Um, he had a lot of stuff that was that 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 in animation was raised on the east side of L.A. off of 59th and um and Central Avenue. So, um, you know, he was the one that influenced an animation how to dance. Mm. All that hidden came from T Tiger. Mm. And like I say, you know, um, you know, it was so many things, so much history that's never ever been, um, man, there's a lot yeah. of history, man. You had Gaggy, Gaggy, um, Little little Mama, you had uh, Mr. Wizard from Huntington Park, rest in peace, Yeah, Casper, um, man, bro, it's so many, it's Knee Deep Dancers, The Majestics, Damn. Cosmic Space Poppers, Body control boppers, uh, so rough, so tough. Long Beach, uh, any of these. Duck, <laughs> duck, 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 duck. Confederates. Yamo, Yamo was so hard. He was like, he'll be at Venice Beach and he'll throw a cigarette in his mouth and he'll bop and boom and then he'll <laughs> throw the cigarette out of his hand and he'll. He had a crazy move where he was, where he was. He was the first dude that was like that I saw that was that was a uh, that was uh doing that bone breaking stuff back oh, in the eighties. He would like pop his shoulder out and bing bing. He had some crazy styles, man. Jerry Cooper, the milkman, thermometer from Inglewood, Lightfoot, mm. um a lot of dudes from Park Village, Compton Crip, Samoans, they used to pop. Um uh, Oh my goodness, man. The, so, <laughs> so, many. so many, man. I can say for the Bloods, they used to pop. They saw that they used to get off on was a uh, Cold Blooded by Rick James. Oh, yeah. Cold Blooded. <laughs> what more can I say? Because that was a that was a thing. So, right. um, hmm. you know, uh, uh, like I say, a lot of stuff that uh, you know, people would just come out on you and just hit on you, like, and just walk away, and you were like, who the hell is this dude? But that's why I say, man, it's so much. You had the, uh, you had the, um, the Ghost Town Pop Lockers from Venice, uh, Showline Crip. They were really good. You had the, uh, um, who else? Oh my God, so many groups, man. You know, if you want to learn the whole G sound of LA, basically, man, it's like everybody would just want it, like, like, like hitting, like. Like hitting, see when you say hitting, like the dudes in LA say busting or hitting, or he's getting off, or that lets you know, like okay, like you hitting, like like popping is more of a hitting is like hitting is more aggressive, like mm. hitting is like boom, it's like a boom, mm. boom, boom, boom. You just go crazy mm. with your shit. It's like hitting mm. is like 
you just go it's way more intensive like mm. it don't i seen dudes just hit in just one place and you like whoo that boy can hit <laughs> popping is when you i would say popping's more like of a like you i seen dudes just hit in place and they hit so hard you're like fuck because back in the day like i say the dudes had the whole style of of pop locking and they had the curls they had the hats so a dude would curl will hit him so hard his curl will pop and that was part of the uh part of the uniform mm -hmm. and his hat will fly off his, i seen dudes pop hit so hard they hat will fly off like. mm -hmm. so and that would scare you just after that but dude would be like boom boom his hat will fly off you know <laughs> and then you and, and you sitting there like damn so i would say like i say the la style is basically um like very aggressive hitting like very high technique like most of the dudes in la la city was like animating ticking like yeah doing like a lot of the illusionary type shit yeah. the south bay area like the uh, like where the ebs came and did their little influence was more of like smooth more like um you know boogaloo their little style you know and so when you, but so when you look at it, it but i'll say the la style LA County is like a mixture of the high technique with that, you know, with that EB shit that came mm. in to from from their influence. Yeah. Because they did influence a lot of guys and you can't mm. you gotta give them their 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 respect due. Right. But did they teach dudes? Um no. They they was not running around. You know, the only ones that I know that got influenced by them was the big homies, you know, Kent Cuffey, Daryl mm. Johnson, uh King Rattler, rest in peace. And and, um, and Bruno, these are all my mm. big homeboys. I'm from OU Long Beach Time Bandits, so yeah. uh, the Time Bandits was the baby mysterious. So I'm a baby Time Bandit, so mm. I'm underneath those homies, you know. Sure. So you want you want to do any shout outs before we yeah um, to wrap it up? Yeah, I want to do a shout out to all the um, you know uh, the homie uh, Andre Johnson, Masters of Illusion, uh, uh, Optimus Prime, uh, Tick a lot. Um, you know, Poppin' Pierre, you know, Darren, Junior Snake, uh, Taco's Understudy, uh, Freddy, Junior Python, Big Deuce, Rest in Peace, OG Hurdle, Robot Prince, Bob and Andre, uh, uh, Big Dooney, Anthony Triplett, Doctor Who. Uh, Alright, bro, so what other, um, Bay Area dancers came down to the, to the LA area? Um, I gotta give a shout out to the homie, um, Harry Berry, Uncle Harry Berry, what up, G? Uh, Harry Berry was like, you know, Fris, Fris, Frisco, um, you know, him and Goldmine were like, and, uh, Jerry Cooper, uh, the original Milkman, they started the, uh, first group in LA that was Steppin', cause Frisco brought that Steppin' style down here, so for the record, he did, homie, they had two groups, the Step, Steptronics, was Goldmine, Jerry, and Harry Berry. Then they had nickel, dimes, and penny. You know what I'm saying? And nickels, dime, penny was like sheet, gold mine, and Harry Berry. But for the record, Harry Berry brought stepping down here though for show. And then Jerry Cooper was one of this, you know what I'm saying, studying and gold mine. So he brought that stepping to LA. Mm -hmm. Harry Berry. And then Harry Berry was uh influenced by a lot of the uh, OGs up out here, you know. Uh, from Steve McDowell, rest in peace, Hurdle, 
you know, Harry Berry was always hard. So he just, you know how it is. You, you come to LA, see, like I say, we're like distant cousins. So dudes mm -hmm. was just trading styles. It was no such thing as, um, oh, homie, where you where you from? We didn't care about where he was from. It was, it was all about, it, was, it wasn't no such thing as city uh, beefing and all that or state beefing. It was all about where you was from somewhere and all about how you got off and how mm -hmm. you danced. So that was the main, you know, requirements. So mm -hmm. when Harry Berry came down here to here, down here, here to Venice Beach, he told me himself. He said, "Shit, Birdie, y'all were listening to 30, 30 and a half records, and mm -hmm. you know they was." He he told me he said, "Man, y'all had the most craziest solos, you know." So because mm -hmm. in the Bay Area, they was they was playing their records fast. Forty was was it forty four? Forty five. Yeah, forty five. Like they didn't sped up. Yeah. And in in L A, niggas was playing. You know, regular speed. So he, he saw him dancing to that regular speed, and, we, and he said, "Shit!" He said he seen the most incredible solo dancers he ever seen in his life on Venice Beach. So that's when Harry Berry started implementing some stuff he got from LA. Mm -hmm. So he just mixed up whatever he had already, strutting, stepping with that uh, LA shit. Mm -hmm. You know, and he, he that's 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 why I say, you know, back in the days it was all about just. You know, um, just, you know, you, you go somewhere and you like the shit, you you like it, you learn it, you know what I mean? So, the Bay in, the, in LA is, we like family, homie, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know it's competitive at times, but, you know, for the record, I got no beef with nobody from the Bay. It's just that, you know, the history is so, our histories are so complex, homie, because, you know, we have a lot of pride with our history, so I mm. totally get it, you know. But, nah, man, you got to give the Bay Area, man, a lot of respect, you know what I'm saying? But uh, L.A. definitely was pioneering some shit, mm. you know. So, because L.A. was, <laughs> you had a lot of monsters out here, and, and Frisco would tell you. So, but, yeah, Harry Berry, man. Shout out to, to Harry Berry, though. Shout out. All right, bro, so how can people reach you if they want to get in contact? Um, they can reach me on my Instagram. It's uh, Gizmatic112, spelled G-I-Z-M-A-T-I-C-112. And you guys can um, just DM me, and um, I can be uh, contacted through that uh, Instagram. For link. sure. Yeah, great source of information. Thank you, bro, for uh, doing the interview. Thanks for picking me up today, yeah. hanging out. I appreciate it. A lot of history, wealth of knowledge, and... Dude, still, still doing it. I so. can say honestly, man, I feel proud that by me learning from Deuce that I, I showed a whole other side of the animation game because Deuce was a legend in, 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 in animation. Before I leave, I must tell you guys, Deuce was one of the pioneers <laughs> of animation out here in in LA. When I mean to tell you that, a lot of guys that was prominent guys, he influenced them. And I ain't gonna say no names, but <laughs> a lot of guys that you guys know was influenced by. Uh, Deuce, nice. because Deuce was ahead of his time. Nice. Uh, from the seventies, so you know, and OG Hurdle. I want to say Hurdle. So those two guys right there were like, those are the guys that were like pioneers, you know. So you gotta, all I, I want to do is let's see animation grow to a whole other level, you know what I mean? And nice. uh, because it's it's the same, you know. If you want to look at it in retrospective, animation is like the one of the top of the styles in the. You know what I mean? If you can animate, man, back in the days, you, you was considered, you know, dangerous, you know. So not everybody can ana animate, mm -hmm. you know. So let's sure, just man. see animation go up to a whole nother level. All right. You know. Peace. Peace.